I get to go home and see what condition the house is in. <laughs> it looks fine from the inside because I bought cameras before I left. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Why do you have neighbors or something that might be wreaking havoc on the outside of your house? I don't know. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm surviving. <laughs> I am I am surviving. Uh, it's it's uh yeah, it's been an ordeal. I but w- it's almost over. I wonder if you go back and listen to all the all the episodes that you've been overseas for, if we can track your demeanor for like the opening of the show. Like the first time it's like, hey, I'm in quarantine. It's not that bad. Now you're like, ugh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Well, that's good. At least it's over soon. It is. And and next week we'll be recording from my home. Woohoo! That's that's if you make it back on the plane. Not that it's going to crash or nothing, but... You know, well, no, but they have been canceling the flights, so <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you could always put yourself in a big crate and just uh, ship yourself home. And ship myself home? Yeah. yeah, that would take six to twelve weeks. Just overnight it. So, uh, no. Oh, okay, whatever. Air freight myself? Yeah, why not? Charge it to the company. Yeah. Go ba- go buy a big bag of beef jerky and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, fine, whatever. So we had a we had an interesting storm here yesterday. We did. We it we it had said in the forecast that there was like a twenty five percent chance of rain. And throughout the day, that chance had actually dropped. And then yesterday at about, oh, 3.30, the sky opened up and dropped anywhere between five to seven inches of rain in 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. it. I couldn't see the, the house across the street at one point. Like That's hail, a real frog strangler. <laughs> hail, like high winds, like. I've been through hurricanes that I wasn't as scared in as I was yesterday. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was just, it it was to the point where it's like, is this going to end? Like, this is fucking terrible. And so like, this is the end. So like as, as the, the rain was letting up a little bit, I could look out and like, there's a couple inches of standing water out on my front lawn. And I was like, Oh, this is going to suck. Um, (laughs) But yeah, five to seven inches in 45 minutes was quite the spectacle. Half of the town that I live in wow. is underwater. Wow. Yeah. Any any serious flooding by you? 
Um, there were a lot of roads that were flooded out. There were um, some video online of people in the not so great part of town that their the front of their like apartment complexes were pretty much underwater, and anybody on the first oh. floor had water in their their apartments. So, I mean, it's not, well, that sucks. Yeah, not a happy way to spend a Saturday. Hmm. But yeah, it was it was pretty fucked up, for sure. <laughs> well, we have not had that kind of weather. Well, I would hope. Actually, not. today was kind of nice. Well, I mean, we're right on the coast for England, and uh, for England, yes. On a clear day, you can see France. Nice. Yeah. Uh. But it's been all right. Oh, good. Has it been warm? Yeah, sixties, low sixties. That's my kind yeah. of weather. It's not bad. It's kind of nice. I need to move to England. I think. Do you? Even with Brexit. Things are expensive over here. I know, and you have to pay for your television and all that kind of weird shit. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the state of politics and how it improves, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Have you been watching any shows while you've been over there this week? Um, I have been watching Cobra Kai. Did you? I am through season three. <laughs> One more, one more season to go. Uh, really liking it. See, isn't it? It's I, it's better than it should be, right? It is. It is. And it's like they didn't replace anybody in the cast. Nope. Which I thought was cool. Um, Martin Cove is still a dick. Yep. So Johnny's what, pretty much a dick too. What was the last thing that you saw? Like, what's the? Where are you up to? Uh, Johnny and Daniel have joined forces. Oh, okay. So you're all the way through. Mis- Isn't there one more season? No, that doesn't come out. And then the, that that comes out at the end of the year. Oh, then I finished it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was good. I want more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you go and you look at the cast list, like, um, they bring back, especially in season three, they're, they kind of parallel the second movie, um, mm-hmm. to where oh, they yeah. go to Okinawa and, and, um, Daniel actually goes to Okinawa and everybody that he runs into is from the second movie. Right. It, and it's like they reference, they reference in the second movie when the chick is, is stuck in the, on the bell tower thing. And he climbs up there yep. and gets her. That's the same woman just grown up. And mm-hmm. they just went to everybody and said, hey, you want to be in an episode of Cobra Kai? And everybody said, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's it's an amazing cast. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well worth the uh, the time spent. And the episodes go by fast. I mean, they're only yeah. about a half hour, but. Yep. They they really go by. Okay, so now that you've seen the whole thing, 
I think that it uh-huh. would have been a little bit more interesting if the roles of Daniel and Johnny had been reversed. That Daniel was the one down on his luck? That Daniel couldn't let go of being the karate champion and that it um. informed everything in his life to the point where it wrecked his, his relationships and he was kind of down on his luck and Johnny had been the successful whatever. And um, Daniel runs into Johnny at some point and it eats at Daniel to the point where he's like, you know what? I'm going to start my own karate dojo and just to piss him off, I'm going to call a Cobra Kai. Hmm. I think that okay. there's there's something in there that, while I like the character of Johnny, the one thing that I have a problem with is that it's 40 years later and the dude doesn't know how to use a computer. Or he's... Right, well, yeah, or a cell phone, or, he, or what's Facebook? Yeah, he's a little bit too stupid to have survived this long. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he's not really surviving. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, it just yeah, kind of feels like he's too stupid. Oh, he's incredibly stupid in this. Yeah. You just watch him going, it's like, what? <laughs> what? How old are you? <laughs> William Zapka did an interview where he talked about um, he had a, a run in, I guess, with Pat Morita at some point. And uh, yeah. before his death, and he was saying that Pat had had an idea for kind of a sequel where Miyagi is in the hospital and Johnny is his doctor. And it's Johnny's redemption story of the way that he treated Daniel and Miyagi. But da- but um, Johnny is like a professional. And it's not oh. so much like, you know, he goes from being a rich kid to be like sleeping on the floor and eating fried bologna. Yeah, right? And boy, is Ed Asner an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a... I don't know if he should still be acting. I kind of feel like he may should have been put out the pasture. Uh, well, I... Uh, judging from that performance, I'd say he's probably pretty close to, to not working. <laughs> yeah. Especially in that last season, in that one episode, you're like, ooh, okay. He's seated at a table for a reason. <laughs> like, you know. Exactly. And they're probably telling him his lines as he's supposed to be saying them. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's amazing how well done that show is. Yeah. Some of the fight sequences go a little too long. Yeah, I mean, the but, the discussion that we always had in this house was um, things like the school fight at the end of the second season uh-huh. would have been broken up way before anything had happened with somebody getting kicked off a second story ledge. You mean you don't think a teacher would have come out and said, I don't get paid enough for this and goes away? Well, I think I think they put that in there so that they could have the fight go on. But I think in yeah. any in any high school, the teachers would have gotten in between people and and broken it up. Especially oh, yeah. if it was if it was going on for that long. Hmm. Yeah, there's some angry ass people in that that mo- that show. <laughs> I also do think it's funny that um, it, it, because they're because it's hand to hand fighting. It's hard to hide some of the stunt actors. 
Um, uh, right. I, I was thinking that when it was uh, Johnny and 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 Kreese fighting. Yeah. It's Mar- like, oh, Martin that's Cove, not him. Martin Cove can't move like that anymore. Right. So it's definitely not him. But like William Zabka does a lot of his own stunts. And I could see that. Apparently he has he was into karate before the first karate kid movie and he's kind of kept up with it after. And so like, he's still able to do the majority of the moves, but if you watch him and Ralph Macchio, you can tell like Ralph, Ralph Macchio hasn't done anything in years and he's really <laughs> slow. It's like Johnny would just kick his ass. Right. But yeah, I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Well worth it. Well, worth it since TV has come to a halt. <laughs> well, it one one good thing is I I have been able to keep up with my DVR at home. Oh, there you go. So that's been a bright spot. <laughs> so are you caught up on Lois and Superman or Superman and Lois, whatever it's called? Uh, yeah, the black guy is now Steel. Uh, yeah, he's, so, he's not a Lu- he's not really a Luther. Yeah, the, I don't know how to feel about that. There's a real bait and switch thing happening there. Yeah, I I can I can get behind the fact that maybe this dude was married to Lois in another dimension or whatever on another Earth, and that they had a child and but like no at no point before this episode did that ever play into like him seeing her on the street and like they're working together and they're going to the, the, um, the, they're going to the mine to figure out what's going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, they were married in a, in another life. And it's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. I've said it before. I'm just done with the alternative timeline thing. <laughs> I think I think it's fine for a one-off, yeah, like a what-if, but to do to build your entire season around it, yeah, and then like it just kind of ends, and you're like, oh, okay, but there's still like super-powered people that I, they're somehow making humans into Kryptonians, right? And like the whole point of like the the reason why Superman is the way he is is because of his physiology in our son. And it's not like you can't just turn humans into that. Right. So I'm not really sure how they're going to work that out, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to last, but they've, they're, they're running out of TV shows. (laughs) Well, I, I, I think the CW, stuff is coming to an end. Yeah. They, the, um, all of the flash cast members are talking about now the end of the show, even though it's been renewed. So they know something that we don't. Mm. Well, based on this current season, (laughs) well, yeah, I hear it's terrible. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. I just don't care about these people anymore. Yeah, I, that's what I hear a lot. I mean, Bar- Barry's whiny, and uh, you know, Cisco's leaving. 
Yeah, and and what's his name's leaving too? Um, Wells. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the Cisco should be the the point at which everybody else says, "Yeah, maybe we've we've done this long enough. We've outlived our our usefulness." Yeah. Yeah. Because Cisco Cisco was kind of like the analog for the audience of like, oh, this mm. is like super yeah. cool and stuff. And now the audience is leaving. So, you know. Right. Time to think about something else. Maybe kill off. Um, what's it? What's her name? Iris. Then give Barry a... a- another downward spiral to go spiral to go through. Well, I think what you end up doing is then you do the Savitar, you show him becoming Savitar and you bring it full circle, but you, Uh, she dies in the end instead of the other wells. Right. And then you let, you know, you let it play out of like a, what, what happens now and you just end the show. But I mean, with all the other stuff that's that's getting canceled these days, it's probably just a matter of time before the CW verse goes away. Yeah, I'm sure there are other elementary school novels that they can uh, adapt into TV shows. <laughs> you know, do do a, a period piece of a bunch of teenagers and Red Badge of Courage. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 going to be harder for the for network TV as streaming services throw more money into their shows and create bigger mm-hmm. spectacles. Um, you know, all the stuff that they're doing on HBO Max and like the Lord of the Rings thing over at Amazon. And it's like they're not going to be able to compete on that level and. I think network TV is going to end up going back to like reality shows and then Uh, all your narrative shit is going to be through streaming services. Right. Which might be okay. Yeah. I mean, I just think that the whole concept of a series as we know it has got to change. Like I'm really happy with eight to 10 episodes of a show. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's forced. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of filler in it. No, it's it's telling a story and that's it. You're not yep. you're not padding it for run times, you're not padding it for um you know, the content so that they can slip commercials in there. Right. It's just however long it, it needs to be is how is how long it needs to be. I know people were bitching online because the, the bad batch uh, episodes keep dropping in length. Yes. Um, cause the first one's like 72 minutes or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is like 28 and this week's was 20 and you're like, huh? Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It's still telling the story. It's still getting through what they want to get through. They just don't have to worry about like, you know, this is it. This is all we need to give them. Yeah. Did you see that? I don't know if you watched it, but Netflix, they canceled the, uh, the Jupiter's legacy show. Yes. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I did see that four weeks from its premiere. They didn't even give it like a full month. 
out there right. before they said, yeah, this isn't working. I, just, I don't understand that. I mean, I know Netflix is, is they, they've decided that like, if they don't feel it's working, they're just going to cancel it and not throw any money into it. But everybody that I talked to that has seen the show liked it. So right. I don't, I don't know. I think it suffers from being in an age, especially like right now with invincible having just come out and finished and being really good. You have a show that's fairly similar just with adults on a different, in a different way with Jupiter's legacy right. and is not quite as good. It's a little slower than invincible. And so, you know, you're not getting the carryover. So I think people are just like putting it on the back burner and that just hurts it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's just time to reinvent what entertainment is and they need they need to stop these fucking tv shows that are nothing but commercials for something else oh yeah it's like all right whatever (laughs) and you think i'm gonna watch and i'm gonna see your message but guess what i'm either not watching or i'm fast forwarding through this shit Uh, yeah yeah it's it's I don't know. I I truly feel like streaming is where the future is going to lie because you can take more risks and you can do different types of storytelling. Well, and you can find your niche and then you're, um, you know, you're golden. You find, find what works for you for an audience that catches fire. Right. And, um, you know, develop it that way. Yeah, there's a there's a show that just came out on Amazon. It's an anthology series. I think there's seven of them, and it's called Solos. And the first two episodes that I've watched is a single actor doing telling a story for like twenty five minutes. Um, really? Yeah. It's it's um. I I don't really want to give it away, but like so. Episode two is Anthony Mackie and it's, it all takes place in a single room. It's all, um, the, 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 it's self-contained and without really giving it away, he's talking to a different version of himself. Okay. And it's these two people talking and it's 25 minutes long, but it's a kind of like a pulling on your heartstrings, gut wrenching kind of like, episode the f- the first hmm. one has Anne Hathaway in it and she's it's it's one room and she's talking she's she's trying to invent time travel then I'll that's all I'll really say because of what happens in it but okay. like, it's done extremely well and hmm. I can see the creators of this if this works out um taking this and doing multiple seasons of solos where it's seven more stories of seven different people that are going through something. And then like, you know, they're constantly can change up the the cast. It's kind of like black mirror only like shorter. And it's, it's a single actor. I mean, I thought it was done really well. Hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah. And I think there's what, there's an episode with like Helen Mirren in it. 
there's one with um what is her name? Uh there's there's one with Morgan Freeman in it. Um Uzo a a a Buddha? She was on uh, Orange Aduba. is the New Black. Aduba. Crazy Eyes. Yeah, Crazy yeah, Eyes. Yeah, Crazy Eyes. She's in one like it just it looks like it's it may not always be one actor, but I really feel like um it's an interesting way to tell stories. So yeah, if if you get a chance, I would watch it. Hmm. Definitely. I'll add it to the list. Yes. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, one show that I really liked has been canceled and it was canceled a couple of weeks before they, they wrapped filming. Okay. So I'm not quite sure if the final episode was satisfying. It's called prodigal son. It's with Michael Sheen oh, and okay. uh, Tom Payne. Yeah. Jesus. From and, Walking Dead. Yeah. And um, Michael Sheen is a serial killer known as the surgeon and his son played by Tom Payne is a uh, police profiler. Okay. And um, it was really interesting. The first season and a half, actually, no, that's not true. It's been, it was really interesting until this last episode where it felt like, <laughs> It was either rushed or they, this was meant to be a cliffhanger towards another season. Um, but they did some really interesting things. Like they had for um, a few episodes this season, Alan Cumming was on it. And Alan Cumming was playing a uh, Scottish detective who had a success solving a certain case. And he... Um, parlayed that into a book and you know all these personal appearances and he's kind of a kind of a phony okay um, but um, at at one point the um, the surgeon's family his his wife his daughter his son uh, get attacked by a by a gangster kind of guy and they end up killing him Okay. So they dispose of the body <laughs> and it washes ashore in Europe <laughs> where Alan Cumming is called to the scene and he comes to the U.S. in search of, you know, answers. And um, the whole time Tom Kane is kind of feeding him the story he needs to tell because he's kind of a bumbling idiot. <laughs> okay. And that was kind of cool. And um, the whole dynamic between Michael Sheen's character and the rest of his family was been kind of interesting. Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Um, but yeah, it's been an odd season. And I can I can see why it was um, canceled. Yeah. Because I don't think it I don't think the second season lived up to the first season. But the first season was very CSI with just bizarre murders that they had to solve. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's weird. 
but it's canceled. Not going to be on anymore. So, so you said that it was canceled while they were still filming. So did they wrap it up? Did they rewrite the ending to wrap it up in any kind of way? I can't tell. (laughs) Okay. I can't tell. I mean, they were, they were in this last season, Michael Sheen escapes from prison with the help of Catherine Zeta Jones, who is showing her age, but she's really good. And um, so part of it is them trying to find him and a couple of other prisoners from the, the hospital where Martin Sheen's character is, is serving time. Um, escape with him so there's kind of like false leads they think they're finding him but they find like one of the other guys <laughs> uh, it was bizarre yeah I'm trying to see if they there's there's nothing that really says whether or not they rewrote it while they were filming no no Yeah, I mean, I guess that sucks. Like, you can't finish the story the way you would want to, but. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it ends with a a uh, a cliffhanger of sorts. Of course. Because, you know, that's how it is. <laughs> but I, I think they were hoping somehow they were going to get a third season somewhere. And uh, I don't know. Well, and I guess it all I depends on, on how much the studio has faith in the product, the, the project to how much money they have sunk into it. And right. Because things that should be canceled sometimes survive just because there's a lot of money sunk into it. Right. Right. Yeah. And then there was another show I was watching last year called evil okay. with Michael Emerson. Oh, okay. And, um, I guess it's only going to be on streaming from now on. Oh, okay. It's only going to be on the Paramount network. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, well that doesn't bode well, but in it, um, so one of the, so this woman gets involved in a case because she's a, a, um, an expert witness, psychologist, psychiatrist, um, involving demonic possession. So she meets a, a, a guy who is questioning his faith in God. And there's another guy he works with. Who's a, um, who's a Muslim, so he doesn't really believe in God and it, it's really interesting. And they were going, they were pretty much, they were setting it up that Michael Emerson was the devil. Okay. That he was able, that he manipulated people um, 
he ended up replacing this woman as the, the state's expert witness, and he would undo cases where, like, some incredibly bad people that she got behind bars have been. You know, And uh, Christine Lottie is on it, has her mother, and she ends up dating Michael Emerson's character. But then there's all this weird shit, like he gives their daughters a, uh, a VR game. Okay. Where, I mean, it, it, it's really messed up stuff. <laughs> and in the, in, the, in the last episode that I saw, um, they, they introduced your typical... Uh, goat-headed devil <laughs> and kind of saying it's like well Michael Emerson's character works for him okay so I don't know I mean I was looking forward to see where it was going to uh, to go but I, I'm not having a lot of faith now that it's on a crappy streaming service well they're just trying to get you to, to buy another streaming service yeah I'm good Thanks. I'm good. Yeah. No worries. No, you don't. You oh, don't here we go. Eight more bucks. No, I'm good. I think it just, it pisses me off that now we've now reached the point of they're now going to do streaming services with ads for less money. And it's like right. the whole point of the streaming, the streaming services so that I don't have to see ads. Right, that's why you're what you're paying for. Yeah, but oh no, we'll we'll cut the we'll cut it in half if you want to watch ads. It's like, come on. Right. It's like fuck you guys, man. I just I don't see the point in it. So did you watch the Bad Batch that we were talking about before? Uh, no, I have not no. been able to watch it over here. How far? How far behind are you? Oh, I think I saw the third episode. Oh, okay. So yeah, I got a ways to go. <laughs> I got a ways to go. I got to catch up. Oh, okay. I'll do that once I get back to the good old USA. If it's still there. <laughs> yeah. Well. No, maybe that mysterious power source by the White House will uh, do something. Yeah, there you go. I didn't I did end up rewatching the entire Harry Potter series this week. Oh really? Yeah. What's what what provoked that? Well, because they they added it to HBO Max. And in order to feel like I get my money's worth out of HBO Max, I tend to watch during the day when I'm working, I'll throw on a movie on HBO Max and just let it run. But um, because of Harry Potter, I watched more than I just let it play. Um, okay. And it's it's very interesting looking back on it as far as like technology and where they were at the time and how it progressively gets better throughout the the eight movies. And okay. 
you start with the first one and there's really janky like CG people and you watch the Quidditch match and you're like, oh, there's a fake person. There's a fake person. And oh, look at that rubber Harry. And by the time you get to the last one, you're like, holy shit, that looks so real. Right. And I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting group of movies to watch. I, I feel like it holds up really well. Um, even though some of the stuff is a little cringy now, some of the stuff with the, um, uh, the, the foster family of Harry. Yeah. Even though they're meant to be like that, it's still a little cringy to watch. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, I really like those movies, but I think you, you have to like British filmmaking in order to really enjoy them because there's a lot of British sensibility about it that an American audience may get lost in. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting point. It's a, it, it, it was, it was interesting though. I hadn't seen them all in yeah. a couple of years. Which one stood out the most to you? Which one did you like the best? Um, I've always been a huge fan of Goblet of Fire. Okay. Um, because it's, it, it's not, it's not only like Voldemort coming back, but it's not necessarily just a them at school. You've got all these two different schools that are there competing in all these in in the, in the challenges and like, right. I feel like it's a better rounded story. Um, you know, I'm, is it chamber of secrets is the second one is probably not my favorite. Okay. Well, and the movies definitely mature as the cast matures. Oh, absolutely. Like the first one is very much a movie for little kids. Yes. But by by the time you get to Deathly Hallows, it's like, holy crap. Well, and and it's it's interesting because Deathly Hallows was split up into two, you have these two vastly different movies that are telling the mm-hmm. same story and you get the first part where you're like okay, there's a lot of walking and there's a lot, it's like, it's very Lord of the Rings. It's like they're hiding in a tent right. out in the woods and they're, they're trying to find clues to what's going on and they're getting into a couple of skirmishes here and there, but nothing really major. And then you get to the second part and it's a two and a half hour battle scene that takes place at Hogwarts. And you're like, wow, right. okay. Like these two movies couldn't be any more different. And I, I don't know if there would have been a, a good way to have pared it down to make the first one less of what it was. Yeah. Because, I mean, even 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 at, like, whatever that story of the last two is, like, it's it's got to be close to, what, six, five, six hours between the two? Like... Yeah, that's close. You're even though it's that, like if you read the books, there's so much stuff that's left out that they had to pare it down to like what's the most essential out of this. 
and like you get like a six hour story like that they felt like had to be what was shown on on the screen so I don't know if you can pare down that first one any more than what it is but I mean and the other thing too is it's it's an interesting like you get a two and a half hour battle scene and it all comes really down to like two minutes at the end it's a real Mm -hmm. fast resolution to the problem it's it's you kill the snake and then Harry hits him with a thing and he kind of disappears and you're like oh (laughs) okay that was a big build up for that but okay but I mean they're really good movies so I'm not trying to nitpick oh they really are Um, did you watch the um, Fantastic Beasts movies too yeah I've seen those I'm not quite a fan I, as, of those as much as I am of the Harry Potter films. Okay. I'm interested to... I haven't watched the second one yet. Okay. But it's going to be very interesting to see Mads Mikkelsen take over Johnny Depp's role. Yeah. It's... I mean, I hope he does a great job and people forget Johnny Depp was originally the character, but... Mm, <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. It is. It's especially in a main character like that. If they had kind of, if it had been not been a major, like, I mean, the second movie is called the crimes of Grindelwald and it's all about Johnny Depp and what's going on with that character. And yeah, they've done it in the past. They've had, there's been, there's been, um, movie franchises that have to change characters in the middle um, you know, there's, I don't, did you ever see the matrix movies? Yeah. Okay. So the, the role of the Oracle and the second and the third one changed the actress because the actress died. And so right. in, in the script, they're like, okay, we're just going to say that something happened and this is your new, your new shell or whatever they call it. And then you have like, um, you know, Rhodey in the MCU where Don Cheadle walks on set and he's like, I'm here. It's me. Get over it. And then they just move on. So right. I kind of feel like that's kind of what they need to do. Like th- he comes out and he was like, I had to change my appearance for whatever because Grindelwald is in, um, deathly hollows part two. Yes. There's a scene he's mentioned. I thought there, there's a scene where Voldemort goes to ask where the, um, where night, uh, maybe it's at the end of part one. Um, he, he goes to ask him where the, the elder wand is. And, okay. um, it's an actor who looks nothing like, you know, Johnny Depp. They didn't do the different colored eyes thing, you know, because they never thought that that was a story that would get told on screen. So, you know, they just hire an actor and off you go. Right. So, you know, maybe, maybe Grindelwald is one of those guys that changes appearances from time to time. You know, maybe they write it that way because in the first movie, he's disguised himself as Colin Farrell, no Colin Farrell. Uh, uh, yeah. Quarrel. No, in in the first Fantastic Beast movie. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's disguised that way too. So maybe it's one of those things. Maybe they're like, hey, we've done it in the past movie. This is how we're just gonna say. Maybe this is his true form. Like the Johnny Depp look was him trying to be whatever, and now this is his true form. Hmm. I don't okay. know. They, I'm sure they're gonna spin it some way. Yeah. So. I think the second movie too, having being that you haven't seen it, I think the second one is better than the first one. Yeah. Um. But I don't really like the ending of the second one. Okay. And I don't really want to give it away, but. At some point, I'll watch it. Yeah. very interesting but J.K. Rowling has created this empire for herself good for her well I mean she is getting into some hot water recently with her well yeah but I mean people just need to realize they're not allowed to have opinions well especially especially if you're at that level But I mean, and, and it's those things where like she's engaging with fans on Twitter or whatever, and then it goes viral, and then you're like, mm, okay, right? You know, is that really meant for? Is that really meant for um, the masses, or was she talking just to that one person? Well, then she's stupid. Yeah, I know, but. I don't know. Never put anything online that you don't want to have dug up later on. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. You watch anything else? Um, no, no, <laughs> no. It's cause you work too damn hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or I work too damn much, but well, not too. really, really can't say that my job is hard. <laughs> But yeah, it um Yes. Yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's, it's the dementia setting in. Uh oh. <clears throat> you are getting up there in age. Oh I am. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I was gonna say about Cobra Kai? What? Uh, the kid Dimitri. Yeah. Really reminds me of Pretzel Boy. <laughs> pretzel Boy. You don't remember who Pretzel Boy was? Oh God. One of our coworkers. Uh, give me. Oh hint. come on. Uh, he was friends with the boss's son. 
He was friends with the boss's son. That's how he got hired. Can you just say the first name? Andy. Oh, 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 okay. I forgot. Pretzel Boy. I forgot we called him Pretzel Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It's like, oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. It was funny. They the the producers trolled the audience um, between the second and third season, because um, one of them had let slip that they were filming a death scene, oh. and so somebody asked him how many deaths they were going to see this season. And he said, Oh, about four. So there was all this wild speculation in between the seasons of like, who was going to die and would they go as far as killing one of the main casts? And everybody predicted Dimitri dying because there was the shot of Hawk in the, um, in the trailer where he stands up and he's got the bloody knuckles and uh-huh. they were like, oh, he's killing. That's where he kills Dimitri. And so there was all this speculation. And then at the end, it was like, oh, no, it was just the Vietnam flashback where they were killing people. Mm. I think anybody who hasn't seen Cobra Kai is probably like wondering what the fuck we're talking about now. Well, then they should go out and find it because well, it's yeah. it's really really a good show. <laughs> I mean, it hits all the nostalgia notes for me. Yep. Because I I remember seeing the original one in a movie theater. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and like right from the get go, there are they're they're cutting in shots from the the movies and they're revisiting locations not the same locations, but they're making them look similar. And so you're like, Oh wow. Like they are really going at this, but the story of Johnny and Daniel and the rivalry and stuff is so well done. And they even work in a couple of years ago, there was that internet meme of like, if you study the karate kid, Daniel's actually the bad guy. And right. And they go into all these steps. and they they go into it on the show, and you're like, oh, holy yeah, shit. yeah. They're they're where they show. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're reading stuff into like the internet, and then they're putting it in the show. So I love all that stuff. Yeah, I I was I don't know if I was surprised, but I kind of expected Allie to have a more prominent role. That, you know, either she and Johnny, Johnny were going to hook up or she and she was kind of get in the middle of, of Daniel's marriage. And I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm home for Christmas. Got to go home. Bye. <laughs> yeah. The, I think she was either filming the boys at the time. That would make sense. Or something where she, they, they could only have her for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, a lot of, a lot of, especially the cameos this year of this, the third season were like, Hey, we only need you for like an episode or two. 
and then you know right. that's it the, the I guess it was season two where he goes and he meets with all the other Cobra Kai because mm-hmm. the one is dying and you're right. like they got all the original cast members back and like one of them shows up in season three but like you know it's cool that the they, that they reached out to these guys yeah. and they were all like yeah we'll come back yeah and apparently like there's um what i guess a lot of people don't know about billy zapka is that he has directed a whole bunch of stuff and there yeah. is an there is a song called johnny sweep the leg and i can't remember the band that did it but they hired him to make the video for it and it's oh really it's him in a trailer with all the other guys from the movie and they're watching the movie and like the song starts and like they're throughout it all and at the end he Ralph Macchio shows up in the street and like hits him with a car or something like it's a really bizarre video but so these guys have all like kept in touch and I feel like Billy Zapka being a producer said to the writers you we got to figure out a way to work in all the original cast as much as we can yeah I mean they They've been doing a great job with that. You know, they can't bring back Pat Morita, but you know, they're still mentioning him and he's still kind of like a major part of it. Right. Right. Uh, the group was called no more Kings, no more Kings. Okay. Yep. Sweep the leg, Johnny, sweep the leg, Johnny, sweep the leg, Johnny. Oh, good God. Now you got to believe me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it makes any sense, but you know, whatever. I was always under control. Monkey here, monkey think. There is no fear in this dojo. I was a superhero. King of 1985. I showed no mercy. I was always Cobra Kai. But I caught got but I caught a crane kick to the face. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm also amazed at how quickly people heal on that show. Yeah, well. You know, like Dimitri's broken arm is gone in a few hours and, you know, the kid who's paralyzed is, you know, like nothing ever happened. Yeah, that that one is the biggest like stretch of your imagination. You really got to suspend some disbelief for um, Miguel's back injury. Hmm. Because like while they play it up in the thing of like... um you know they're saying like well there's there's nothing really wrong like i'm sure it'll heal and then he takes them to like a d snyder concert right and that starts to heal them and you're like uh okay sure i mean i did like the training he was putting him through with the harness and the pulley on the ceiling and yeah trying to get him to stand up and dropping him and (laughs) (laughs) you want this phone you got to go crawl for it right yeah, Johnny's still kind of an asshole. Well, yeah, I mean, but like even in even in season one where they're 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 leading they're they're leading you to think that things are going to happen to where like um at the tournament when um what's his name the other kid gets gets hit in the shoulder and Daniel like smacks his hands together and starts rubbing him and you think he's going to do yes. the Miyagi thing and he's like he's going to do that yes. Yes. <laughs> or or um Johnny's teaching uh Miguel 
And he's like, I want you to clean those windows. And he's like, you want me to clean them in any certain way? He's like, no, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I do as much as Dimitri reminds me of that dude we used to work with now that I'm thinking about it. I do like that. He comes up with like, here's a note from my mom saying I don't have to do any strenuous activity. Right. Like, like shit like that, because you know, there's always that one guy in the group. Mm-hmm. There's always that, like, I'm going to get out of this if I can. Oh, the new comic book's out. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, so now you have to wait with the rest of us, sucker. I know, right? I gotta wait for that. I gotta wait for the expanse. I gotta wait for the boys. I gotta wait for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> but you're you're getting Loki this week. You excited about Loki? I am excited about Loki. I hope it doesn't suck. Because again, it's that whole time travel bullshit. Alternate timelines. Uh, the, apparently, they let the first couple of episodes out to reviewers, and they have been yeah. overwhelmingly positive that's great um a lot of them are saying hey this is this is marvel getting to be off the chain and away from the the mcu and get to establish some things that they might not be able to do so that that's kind of exciting i kind of like that idea where we can we can go away and apparently somebody one of the creators was like Asked if there were any cameos, and they said, you're not going to believe some of the stuff that pops up in this show. Hmm. So as he travels to all these different places, I think we're going to see some some MCU faces pop up. Oh, cool. Which would be nice since Hopefully. that really hasn't happened. So speaking of MCU, yeah. did you see the, the dedication of the new Marvel campus in Disneyland? I saw a couple of pictures. I didn't watch the video though. Um, the the video is really good up until the ceremony, which is just crap. Um, <laughs> I was expecting to be have a lot more of the MCU stars there. Yeah. But they had Paul Rudd and uh, Anthony, Mackie. Anthony Mackie. And that was it. Right. That was it. They had some film stuff with Brie Larson, and then at the very end they they cut to a shot of um, the shawarma stand in the park and there's somebody standing at the stand and he turns around and it's the guy from Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. So it's like, well, that was kind of cool, but um, (laughs) I don't know. I was expecting more. The whole, I mean, the pre-show was great because it showed, you know, it, the story behind all the different parts of the land. But the one thing that bugs me is this is another land that WDI Imagineering is, is patting themselves on the back over and it's a restaurant, a gift shop and a ride. (laughs) You know, it's like, Oh, it's Marvel campus. We have all this stuff going on. It's like, "Mm, yeah. Two words for you. Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> I mean, what's what's the ride? Uh, it's a Spider-Man ride. And is it open yet? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Okay. In it, 
um, um, Peter has has invented something called a spider bot. Okay. Which is a a piece of merchandise you can buy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in in the attraction, Peter has um, sent the spider bots to I forget what it is. The, he he works at a place called Web. It's like the Worldwide Engineers something or other. Okay. And the the uh, the spider bots kind of go crazy and you have to like shoot webs at them to uh, contain them. Okay. And you've got you 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 do the the hand motions, you know, like on Wii. Okay. Of shooting the webs and they, you know, it reacts to you. It's like, okay, that's kind of cool, but Apparently there's a animatronic Spider-Man that flies through the air too. Yes, and that looks pretty freaking cool. I remember seeing test video of that without like the Spider-Man suit mm-hmm. on and like people were like, "Yeah, yep. what are they going to do with this?" And uh, of course it's Spider-Man. Yep. Right. But some of the news titles yeah. on Google for Avengers Campus is Avengers Campus at Disneyland kind of weirds me out. <laughs> uh, okay. The Pim Test Kitchen breakfast needs to be recalculated. Uh, Disney's Avengers Campus is cool, not spectacular. Yep. Seems to be the kind of the the full thing here. Yeah, and I mean when one of the major news stories is about how expensive one of your food items is. Uh, yeah. That's kind of. You know, it's like you kind of missed the point. I mean, you could have done so much cool stuff with Pim Labs, and but you know, it's a, it's a you know quick service restaurant where you can get a hundred dollar panini. Really? Yep. What the fuck? Serves Ace. Holy shit! Serves Ace. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't from from the the picture that I'm looking at from above. It's not very large. It's not. It used to be uh, Bugs Land. Yeah. And you know, it butts up next to the Gardens of the Galaxy attraction, and it's supposed to be that this is the campus that that uh, Stark built has a. Um, like a research facility. So there's like a building that kind of looks like the Avengers building in, in the last few movies, but it's a lot smaller. Right. So it's like, eh, it's like, all right, you, you had the opportunity and you blew it. But there's a Quinjet, John. Sure. <laughs> it's no Millennium Falcon. Well, no, that's all I'm saying. No, you can't top the Millennium Falcon. No. Nope. 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 Maybe a full size slave one or Razor Crest would be cool, but hmm. Phase two. Yeah. Well, when they get rid of all that Ray shit out of there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, it, the entertainment is kind of questionable. There's like a Doctor Strange show. Yeah. But it's like cheap magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh okay you know he he 
So he's got a ring that he needs to protect from Dormammu, and he puts it into a magic handkerchief, and it disappears. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I have to go back in time five minutes to, to get the ring back. And he, he, like, goes off stage, comes back on, does the entire scene again the same way. Really? Um, yep. Oh, man, that sounds terrible. And then he takes the ring. He's like, oh, well, I, I must change the physical properties of this. And he puts it in, like, this see-through box <laughs> and then shakes the box and it turns into something else. I can't even tell what it turns into. Oh, man. And, and then he pulls a, a staff like out of a, it, it looks like a beer stein because Thor comes in holding it. Uh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, if I put this in this, perhaps we'll locate the staff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the Mary Poppins trick where she's pulling the lamp out of the, out of the suitcase. Right. Out of her handbag. And he hands it to the assistant and the assistant then walks off stage with it and then walks back on stage with a different version of it. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's that's subtle. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it looks like there's some cool stuff, but it's like it's not enough again. And you're gonna have huge stupid lines, and you know, people are going there specifically to, you know, see this new land, and they're not able to ride the one ride. I mean, that's the same thing with Galaxy's Edge and Rise of the Resistance. That's, exa that's exactly what it is. I don't, I don't get that at all. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's really strange that like you have to have a reservation to get into the park now. And then there's a chance that you get that reservation, but you don't get on the ride you want to go on. Right. Like, even right. if you're willing to wait in line for all day and that be the only thing, no, you can't do it because you can't get in that spot. And it just, that shit doesn't uh, aggravates me. Yep. Because mm -hmm. what if that's your one chance to go and that's the one thing you want to say? Right. Right. You're done. Uh Yep. I don't know. It's weird. It is. When I rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody wants to rule the world. At least according to Tears for right. Fears. <laughs> oh, good times. Yep. All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I think that's it. All right. Nope. Well, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>